Hello everyone, this is Adam, uh, co-founder of Menu, and this is episode three of the Startup Menu. With me I have co-founder Kevin Sims. Hey Kevin. Hey, how's it going? Uh, again, this is you know the second one I've been in, but uh, hopefully uh, more to come. Yeah, so we're going to, uh, in this, uh, like we said, this is episode three, so this is our third full episode and then the second episode with Kevin and I together. And uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about finding your market fit, and then we're going to talk about uh, channels. So when we, when we say channels, we mean, you know, traction channels or acquisition channels for customers. You know, how are you going to get your customers once you figure out uh, you have a solution to someone's problem? So uh, we think we think it'll be a, a fun episode, and we'll kind of uh, touch with everyone, you know, um, where we're at with actually those two, finding the market fit and the channels with our, our startup menu. And uh, before we get into that, though, I, I did want to, so we just closed July. Uh, we keep KPIs, so I've ran some of them, but we're waiting on two days yet for our traffic. Oh, yeah. um, but, you know, pretty pretty good month uh, i think we're going to be at thirty thousand or just above clicks yeah um so that's good so i mean well we had 31 days so that puts us a, around a thousand around a there yeah th- a day yeah so i don't i don't think you know maybe in, i'm thinking some of the episodes as we go we'll start you know talking a little bit about just our you know uh, current business and you know how we're doing and stuff too to kind of let everyone know and then you know go into some of these topics that we're covering but you know, I don't think we've shared that with anyone yet as far as, you know, like our traffic and our, the dollars we make and things like that. But, um, yeah, so I think we were close to a 1000 a day finishing out July. We'll see once I get the KPIs done. And then, um, you know, we made, uh, what, 300 and I think 30 last yeah. month or something like that? Yeah, I want to say around, I thought, yeah, I thought we were around three. We actually were around 360, but I think we were lower this month. Uh, we had some uh, server issues. Uh, with yeah, the hosting. I forgot about that. Yeah. So yeah, two days of that kind of. Um, yeah, which, two evenings. Two prime evenings. Time traffic, prime time yeah. traffic. I think Thursday and a Friday. So yeah, that kind of killed us a little bit. Yeah, and then uh, and then, yeah. So I think we were down. I think this month we closed out. I just did it earlier today. But yeah, I think like three hundred and twenty-seven bucks or something. So still another month over three hundred. Um, you know, but for the listeners out there, that's kind of where our business is today. We're looking at anywhere depending on the day a week. You know, a thousand to. 1500 people a day and um, we make anywhere from four or five dollars you know as high as twenty dollars a day and that, that's revenue not profit but um, so anyways yeah another solid month um, you know we have an email newsletter that's that's uh, kind of went down a bit but we've, we're purposely not uh, you know like trying to uh, boost that up but um, you know that I think we had I don't know 30, 30 signups or something like that, and then um, we had some restaurant claims come in. Do you know were any of those real or were they all bogus? I think maybe we had like five come in. Yeah, I think yeah. The so there was one yeah like one or two of them were real. Uh, There's one in Toledo, um, Ohio that had reached out um, to claim the menu, but they uh, reached back out to them to see you know if they you know we kind of do like a validation process just so that people can't. You know, claim a menu and then you know, uh, you know, vandalize it of any sort. So I reached out via email and also tried to call. Um, haven't heard anything back, but sometimes you never know. These restaurant people they're kind of busy, so maybe they just haven't had the time to read their email yet. You did have some real ones that actually got back to you. Oh uh, yeah, so yeah. the um, the um, one in California, I can't remember the name. Another one in California. Yeah, I think it was the. Uh, uh, 
can't remember the exact name. That's but they cool. had claimed it a couple of times, so they did reach back out, so I went ahead and approved it. So. Oh, is that the lady that, like, joined the email list and claimed the restaurant, like, six yeah, times? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, like, yeah. yeah. I said, and we have, uh, you know, we have admin tools on the backside when a claim comes in or uh, – uh, and we're talking about restaurant owners claiming their profile, essentially, is what we're talking about now. When those come in or someone reports a problem, um, a lot of different things, how people can interact with our site. We have a back end that, uh, you know, we man we can manage those those types of things and kind of uh, clear them out of the queue and stuff. So Kevin takes care of that uh, typically. But that's cool. So we had some of those come in. Uh, just trying to think through the other KP. And eventually we'll do an episode kind of covering uh, some of the KPIs we cover, but we actually, so I have a scrap factor. This is new for you. I don't think I've even told you about this, mm-hmm. but you know, I take the menus um, that we load in and, and kind of uh, prepare to be typed and, you know, but we, uh, we grade those. And if the grade is low enough, you know, we, we actually don't waste our effort on typing them, but I've actually started tracking the scrap factor so that we can see how many of those menus we've scrapped each month. Oh, okay. It's essentially like, you know, a manufacturer, they have scrap, you know, so it's we're always going to have that as part of our business. It's yeah. never going to be zero. Right, but right. now that, you know, we can track and say, geez, we had, you know, 120 menus scrapped, you know, let's get that down to 20 or what. Yeah, because the more whatever. you put in, that's, you know, obviously um, we have to look for those and someone has to put them in for people to type in and, you know, if you take 120 menus over the course of, say, you know, a menu a minute or a couple of minutes, that's just wasted wasted dollars. Yeah, it is wasted dollars. And that, you know, that actually, maybe I'll end, end there with the KPIs before we go into this episode, but that actually, what you just said, plays into um, your market fit and then uh, your channel. But um, it, may, it may not make sense right now how it fits in, but it fits in because you want to focus on the channel and the market fit that actually gets you customers and makes you money. Right. And like what you just said, those menus gone in, they don't. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, so it's yeah, bad for us. But yeah, anyways, I think I tracked it last month and I think it was at like a 17% scrap or something like that and it was a 10%. Oh, okay. Month, so it's already So it's one down. Yeah, it's yeah. already getting better. And so. I think that's even having to do with some of the tools you put in on place to uh, kind of like, you know, help find and validate what to put in what not to put in so. yeah exactly yeah knowing ahead of time yeah, yeah. kind of what good menus are um yeah because we have employees um and the employees you know they, they do a lot of the uh a lot of the that work for us so like what kevin's talking about we're basically doing a better job of letter, letting our employees know what a high we consider a high quality menu um before they they put it in but okay well that's cool so let's uh so finding so let's start. We're doing, uh, again, finding your market fit and then channels. So let's start, you know, with market fit. So, you know, when we say market fit, it's if, if you're going to do a startup or you're, you have an idea and you're thinking about doing a business or a website around it, um, you, you know, you, you need to ask yourself, what problem are you solving and what value are you providing by solving that problem? And then um, if, if you do feel like you, you're providing value or you're solving a problem and you want to move forward with it at some point, whether you design a product to solve that problem or it's a, you know, a blog or it could be anything, whatever you're going to uh, use to, to give value to people, you know, you have to find a way to get it to the people. And that's yeah. the channel, you know, you got to right. find the people. It's not enough that you f- discover a problem mm-hmm. and then you create a solution for it. 
Well, if no one knows about your solution, they're not going to use it. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's almost like the saying, if a tree falls in the forest, does anyone hear it? <laughs> well, exactly. if you're not there to hear it, then no one's going to They don't hear it. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exa- yeah, exactly. No, that's, that's, uh, that's perfect. So, so, you know, to talk about those, first of all, let's, let's talk about finding your market fit. And we're going to give you an example of, you know, how, kind of how we found our market fit. But um, so we said in a previous episode, we actually created menu um, as an iPhone app. And then we, um, the problem we, th- we felt existed is users, uh, when they were online and they were looking to add a food menu that already existed, a lot of times there wasn't pictures. Um, of real dishes, not stock photos or anything like that, but actual pictures like you would find on Yelp or something, but, you know, by the dishes taken by people. Um, and, and we still think that's a problem today, I think. But anyways, you know, we, we decided to make an app that addressed that and allowed people to do that, did it on the iPhone, and we actually swung and missed on our market fit and our channel. Right. You know, we yeah. realized that not enough people – you know, saw that as a big enough problem to take pictures take or pictures. images themselves and contribute them to our, our site. And then also, you know, um, I think that's still a problem, but we didn't have high enough numbers to really ever tell if people would do that for us. I think I think they will ultimately, but, you know, because we swung and missed on our channel, we chose an app as our channel and we just could not get enough users. Exactly. Yeah, I think, yeah, we kind of went uh, a little too far ahead of ourselves as far as uh, – thinking that the pictures would come before the traffic so you know yeah we didn't think enough about the channel exactly right, right. Know, we thought about the market fit too much yeah. and then we kind of were like oh, okay we gotta figure out the channel right so it's like building a, you know if you're a startup out there you're, you're building a great product then you forget how to get people to do what you want you know your product to solve the problem that you're trying to solve yeah yeah and that's a great the the, the book i'm reading now um they actually they talk about you know, you have to have a good product, but they said typically uh, your product is 50% and the traction or your ch- channel to get customers is 50%. But like you just said, a lot of startups, especially technical people, mm-hmm. um, like me, I'm a developer. A lot of times technical people, they don't think it about traction at all because they're not marketing and sales guys. Right, exactly. You know, so they love, and I do too, I love writing code. Yeah. I love to So you want to spend all your time on that. And then like you said, you look up and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> right. No, no, where are the yeah, people at? You know? at and you're, yeah. you're just kind of stuck. So, so anyways, you know, we we tried that. We kind of we've talked about that a little bit in previous episodes. So we swung and missed there. But, um, you know, let's let's talk now a little bit about um, how we did find our market fit because I uh, again, uh, you know, we're up to uh, thirty thousand people a month and, and growing fast. So I think we did find our market fit and I think we did find our channel, but. Um, but even as we, so we got rid of that app, as we said on a previous episode, we transitioned to a website, but when we first transitioned to a website, we actually still had not found our market fit. So we decided, okay, a lot of people are going to search, um, if they're looking for a menu, they're going to search through Google. And, you know, so for us, um, to get ranked high and have them find the menu on our website, um, that's a good way to get some traction and we'll go into that shortly. But, you know, then the um, so we did that a little bit, put some menus in, but, um, so we might've had the channel at that point or thought we did, but we still weren't getting a lot of traffic. And I think that's where, um, we still hadn't found our market fit because what we found is we were putting menus in and quite a few, but they weren't gen- generating any traffic. Right. Right. So we were putting the wrong menus the wrong in, right? Ones in, yeah. And, uh, you know, so, and this, this is where, you know, competitive analysis and, and, looking at your competitors and the market overall before you get into it and stuff can really pay off because 
Um, so, so anyways, we started looking at this. We're like, well, why aren't we getting traffic for any of these? And we started, you know, do, doing Google searches and stuff. And we realized we were basically picking cities and taking tons of menus and putting the menus in. But that the menus we were putting in, they may exist on Yelp. They may exist on Facebook. They may exist on allmenus.com, single platform, open table, on and on. Right, tons right. of tons yeah. of you know uh, tech companies out there that, that have menus and uh, so anyways I mean these websites have been around forever and I, I don't think you know we, we didn't realize but it's like geez we just put a menu in it's been online for a day maybe it's the most up to date menu yeah. but man these websites it's been around for yeah, 10 15 years yeah so. powerhouses exactly, you know all yeah. menus is owned by Grubhub I mean right, dealing with big yeah. guy, Yelp obviously <laughs> right. so we're like oh geez you know so we had to really so we hadn't found our market fit. You know, we still weren't really growing at all or getting the traffic we needed. So um, that's where we kind of, you know, reiterated and uh, really looked at, okay, you know, if we want to do menus, we have to figure out uh, where the need is, where where's the opening in the market to really put menus in that people can't find, right? Cause so let's go back to what problem are we solving, right? Well, if we put a menu in that's already online on 10 different other websites and users can already find it, are we really solving a problem? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Not really. Kind of just, you know, almost like, you know, building a car, you know, uh, you know, Tesla, for example, uh, you know, they decide to build an electric car. So, you know, they're trying to solve the problem of not having to use gas. So, in our uh, uh, in our sense, the menus that are already online are already online. So we and are trying to get people to you know that junk drawer of menus you have in your house because they don't have a website. We want to get those online for you, and then later on in the future, possibly get the ones that you would like to continue coming coming back for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Perfect. Yeah. So like, yeah, with the Tesla, you know, there are not a lot of electric cars out there that look good. Exactly. So they clearly were doing something unique. Well, when we're when we're typing menus that already exist on ten other websites, we're doing nothing unique. Oh no. So we're not going to get any traffic, you know. But but like you said, so what we discovered from that is we we're like, okay, we need to find, you know, the problem we can solve is there are people out there looking for menus online that aren't on ten other websites. They're not on any websites. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe yeah. one website, but it's a terrible quality picture. I'm sure mm-hmm. all the listeners out there have had that happen where you yeah. you Google a restaurant menu and you get some god-awful picture that won't scale on your phone and it's blurry and you can't read it. You get PDFs. You get websites that have, uh, you know, all types of, you know, ads, you know, ads and newsletters, not that, mobile It's friendly. not really mobile friendly. Yeah, yeah you get a... Uh, you know, sites that, you know, it looks like, oh, here's the menu, you get there, and then it's not there. It, you know, it's just a couple text or something like that. So. Yeah, yeah, so that's our market fit. So we take those menus that you guys look for that you absolutely cannot find because um, they don't, they're don't they not online, they can't be found, or they're terrible quality menus that drive you nuts. So we want to take your frustration away. We want you to be able to find those menus. They're high. We want them high quality, up-to-date mobile friendly and look really nice and our site is simple and loads extremely fast so that you um, your frustration can melt away and you can just find the menu you want the dishes you need move on with your life but so that's our market fit and that's what we're doing and that's not easy Um, it costs a lot of money and takes a lot of capital to go find all these menus we're talking about oh yeah and 
put them in a, a website. Exactly. You yeah. Know? You know, someone has to do it up front. And I mean, with any, you know, if you're listening to any uh, startup, you know, you got to be willing to, you know, lose money in the beginning to, you know, gain, you know, focus on, you know, what's needed for people to see what you have available, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, you know, paying someone that's good, you know, as far as uh, SEO wise to get traffic to your site and, you know, or helping you just, you know, find, you know, if you're, if you're not able to like essentially focus and, you know, figure out what your market fit is, maybe, you know, seeking out the sources that can help you find it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's tough. It's tough to, you, you really do like we, uh, with the revenue we are talking about to your point, you know, we reinvest all of that back into the business to try and grow. Yeah. And make our product better. Right, exactly. A lot of things with yeah. that reinvestment, but primarily grow and make our product. And when I say product, our website, because we're a website, um, yeah, make it better. So, yeah, Kevin and I are planning on um, not making money for a very, very long time. So, uh, or taking profits, you know, taking a salary, however you want to look at it. But, yeah, so I think, you know, so we, we did find our market fit, but it took a lot of uh a lot of iterations i mean we you know we did an app with the wrong menus just that that was just totally wrong and then we um we did a website with the wrong menus again and then we uh you know we gradually got better we didn't overnight find our market fit and all of a sudden traffic exploded either it's like we got um like you said earlier with uh you know letting our employees know how to find better menus i mean we get it's it's continuous improvement right better a little better a little better a little and we're still doing yeah. that today oh, a little yeah. better and eventually you have something that's worth a lot of money and it's proprietary um yeah and we didn't i mean when you we started out you know the first you know your first website or whatever you're doing you know that's online based i mean traffic we were getting what maybe two five ten people a day yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a point after the first couple of months of redesigning our website. I mean, if we got like 20 people a day, Kevin and I were high five. <laughs> yeah, <right>, yeah. <laughs> that sounds absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and now it's funny because, you know, we'll get, uh, you know, we'll hit 1,500 on a Friday. And, you know, and then all of a sudden you're excited that you may hit 1,800 the next Friday. And the next Friday, the weather's great and people are cooking out and you hit, you know, 1,200. And, uh, you know, you're just discouraged. Yeah. Like, right, like, I mean, yeah. you always get yeah. better, you know, but we used to be really excited about 20 people. We used to be really excited about 100. And, you know, now, like, I, I imagine the next time you and I get really excited, probably be like 2,000, yeah. 1,800, something like that. And but once we hit that and you hit that two, two months in a row, exactly, yeah. you want more. But, right, more that's the wheel the that wheel. keeps us growing, exactly. you know. Yeah. Is, and, yeah, you're always hungry, you know. And you want to – and that's just – that uh, is a good um, – proving ground that time is of an essence to help you know you you know think about it because like from from our perspective you might be a, a startup and you're thinking oh five you know five, first month 10 users or 100 users but this you know thousand that we're getting a day is only in a year's worth of time yeah exactly so, and you're right a lot of people quit I, i've done it many times myself yeah. yeah after like three months and a lot of times what happens is the market fit we talked about how i just said you know we didn't just like we didn't just go from like this isn't working to, oh, this is working great. We had a lot of continuous improvement in there. Well, what happens, you know, is a lot of times, you know, people work really hard each day, maybe for a month straight, and they're getting five people a day to the website, and then they re work really hard for the next month, and maybe they're getting 20. But then they start doing the math, and they think, oh, geez, I have some advertising on here, and I'm 20 people, I'm making five cents a day. <laughs> yeah. They start doing the math, right. and they start realizing, oh, my God, I got to do a ton 
Like, how am I ever yeah. going to get to being able to make 40000 a year and yeah, have my right. own lifestyle job or whatever? And they almost, like, talk themselves out, you know, into mm-hmm. giving up. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you're right. And I think, uh, you know, from our perspective, we're, we're not selling a product. So, you know, it's hard to maybe gauge what how we're doing it versus how you're doing it. But say, you know, your website, you're selling some type of product or you're making, you know, uh, some type of custom uh, product that's you know different from how other people are doing it if you're only getting say 100 people a month you know but you keep hammering away at it imagine 30,000 people the next year around you know and you're selling say a product that's say $100 a person and you're converting half of those like you're instantly making tons of money yeah yeah absolutely yep yeah you stick with it and um, yeah keep trying different things and you're right yeah all of a sudden you're making tons of money and that's that's something. Um, so our next episode, we're going to shoot. We're going to talk about uh, or record. We're going to talk about revenue streams. Um, but that's you know, in that episode, we should touch on that because, you know, we only have one revenue stream right now. But but what you just hit on there, you know, like we don't sell a product or and we only have one revenue stream. But there's dozens, if not hundreds, of different revenue streams out there. So eventually, you know, something we need to try and figure out like you said hey if we're getting you know say we're getting a thousand people a day and we're making um you know in one day we're making 20 bucks with one revenue stream well geez if we can unlock a second revenue stream oh yeah you can make another 20 another bucks 20 bucks or whatever right so all of a sudden you didn't even increase your traffic and you just went to you know 40 a day yeah. not 20 so it's a great point um and yeah we should we should touch on that a little bit in the, ne- the next episode um so, with the market fit, I mean, you know, once you find your market fit, um, and you you really feel like um, you found the problem you need to solve, um, you have the right product to solve it, and then um, you you've kind of figured out the channels you think you need to go into. Um, the next thing you want to do is you actually want to try and find your core um, channel. Which, uh, so the way you're going to distribute your product to your customers. So the way you're going to get your your solution um, to their problem to them, get your product in front of them. So, uh, you know, I recently, I was saying I read that, recently read that book, Traction. I just want to bring it up again because, you know, the the terminology I'm going to use is out of that book. So certainly not our thinking. But I want to say Kevin and I actually, so they call it the bullseye method. And we're going to talk about that. But Kevin and I actually did this. Um, long before I read this book, and Kevin hasn't read this book, but I was telling Kevin as I read it, um, Kevin and I did actually all of this. We didn't call it the bullseye method, and um, but we did this exact same thing, and it did work for us. So um, you know, we want to talk about it, and it certainly could work for you guys. So um, the bullseye method, what it is, so there's a lot of different um, channels. Um, acquisition channels that a, a company or a startup can use to basically get customers. So real quick, um, I'm just going to go through a couple of these, and then Kevin and I may, may actually go through them here in a couple minutes and kind of tell you the ones we tried. But um, just, just to save a bit of time here, so let's say there are five channels, okay? You can, have, you can target blogs. Um, you can try and uh, do publicity, so go on the news, um, writers, things like that. You can do unconventional uh, public relations, so like guerrilla marketing. Um, you can do search engine marketing, so you know buying uh, AdWords on the Google search engine, things like that. 
And then you can do uh, search engine optimization, so SEO. So th those are just you know a couple quick examples of different channels, different ways to reach um, customers if you're an online startup. Now a lot of those work for brick and mortar businesses too, but but with the with the bullseye method, what you want to do the bull so think of the bullseye as a circle and it's got three uh, rings in it. It's got an inner inner circle, the bullseye. It's got a, a middle ring and then an outer ring. The outside ring, you want, to, you want to draw this on paper, and in the outside ring, you want to list all the possible channels that you, you could do, even ones that you're not comfortable with. But any of the channels, you want to list them in that outer ring. And then what you want to do is you want to really look at them, think about them, understand them, and then decide which ones you think could work for your business. So then once you do that, so say you have 20 channels in the, the outer ring, maybe, and, you, and you narrow it down to five channels that you think could potentially work for your business. You then want to actually test those five channels. So, for example, if search engine marketing is one of those channels, you know, go ahead and put some content on your website. You know, do some keyword optimization and see if it attracts users. Um, one of those may be publicity. So, go ahead and reach out to your local news station. Um, you know, Kevin and I did that, and we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but you know, reach out to them, see if they'll do a piece on you. Um, reach out to some magazine writers, or you may have a local local blog or something like that. And then um, if you, you know, another one could be like um, the, the AdWords, buying AdWords, you know, go ahead and take 500 bucks, um, sign up for an AdWords account with Google and do some ads and see how many people click on them and come to your website. So that's an example. You want to, you want to test each of those out, but you don't want to go, you know, you don't want to go over the edge with it. You don't want to yeah. go all out on all five because you only have so much time and money. You truly right. want to test yeah. all five, you know. And it'd be hard. Yeah, you kind of want to, even while you're testing, you kind of want to, like, yeah, like like, like you were saying, uh, focus on, you know, the, don't spread yourself too thin. You know, if you're going to test on Facebook and then maybe another channel, you know, don't, don't uh, you know, spread your resources across the board if you don't have to. You know? Yeah, yeah. If you got 20 in that outer ring, don't bring 18 of them <laughs> yeah. into you know, the right, middle exactly. ring. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah, like you were talking about giving yeah. up earlier. Well, I'll tell you what, what yeah. other way? You, say you have a thousand bucks to test with and you blow through it in two days. Oh, yeah. And you get six people and now right. you're really going to quit. So Yeah, and it'd be good to even like while you're testing, like which you keeping your uh, testing sample small, you can kind of see, you can you know, deviate more money to maybe, you know, say if you're doing Facebook ads and you want to, you know, maybe start out with a set amount of money on that. And then, you know, you say you go two or three, four weeks or whatever, and then it's not doing good. Then you say you can move to the next, you know, channel. But then that way, you know, say the next channel explodes, then you don't have other money tied up in other things. You can then now say, focus on that growth and then just, you know, keep at it. And then like, say, if that starts to die down, then move to like say your other you know channel here and there yeah yeah exactly um so once yeah once you test those once you whittle it down to yeah let's say you have 20 you know uh like kevin said make sure you get you know four or five you know, you know a handful that you can you know say you got a thousand bucks and you pick um five i mean that's uh actually i'm gonna gonna show my poor math skills here that's <laughs> <laughs> what 200 yeah yeah, yeah 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 200 uh uh so that's 200 bucks you know for yeah. each one yeah right so or maybe uh search engine optimization quite frankly that doesn't cost money write a couple articles so now you can spend 400 on the facebook ads or mm -hmm. or 500 but anyways you know so test those out and then the inner ring the bullseye that's where as as you as you run the test on let's say you picked five um ideally you're going to hit on at least one of those and probably just one of those. But um, 
And if you listen, if you have a bad product and you're not truly solving value or anything, you may actually not hit on any, and that means you need to go back to the market fit and rethink what you're even doing. Yeah. Because if you can't hit on a single channel, you're in big trouble. Oh right. So you know, just to just to touch on that, but assuming your mark, you found your market fit and you have a problem that really does solve a need, and, and you're onto something, even if it's something small, um, you're gonna hit on one of those channels. Um, and you, so you want to take that channel you hit on. Now that becomes your core channel. So now that is the channel that you want to focus on. And, um, you know, once you get that and you focus on it, you know, the word focus is key. So you're a startup with limited resources. You do not want to find a channel that, all you know, so you did the test on the, the five of them. One of them got you 200 users. One of them got you uh, 1,000. Another one got you 200, and then a couple, you know, got you whatever, 50, 100. So clearly the 1,000 is way better than the other ones. Right. You want, that's your core channel you want to focus on. It. Well, what a lot of people will do is they'll start focusing on that, but then they'll start drifting back in yeah, to the other to ones. the other channels. Yeah. And, the, and that is you don't want to do that. You want to focus on that one channel, and you want to focus hard on it. So, you, don't, you know, once you find your core channel, you know, stay focused on it. And then um, – if you're successful with that, you keep growing and you're growing a lot. Um, and, and Kevin and I haven't experienced this yet, just so you guys know. But you know, we're we're aware of it, so we'll, we'll go over it real quick. But um, once once you saturate that channel, you know, so say you're getting a hundred thousand people a month, and you're like, oh, this is fantastic. But the, your core channel all of a sudden now gets you you know, another 2,000 a month. And you're like, well, geez, that's nice. But 100,000 to 102,000 to 104,000, that's that's yeah. not good growth. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of times what you want to do is you now um, need to pick, you need to do the bullseye all over again, and you need to pick the next channel that can level you up. So in that example, you're getting 100,000 a month. Maybe you're like, okay, now we need to go hit news stations, TV stations, radio, and we think that's going to get us from 100,000 a month to a million a month. Yeah. So now that becomes your channel. The next one. Yeah. Right. So, um, and like I said, Kevin and I are actually still on our core channel, which we're going to talk about here real quick before we end this episode. But um, something to think about if you are experiencing growth or maybe you're a startup that's been successful in one channel and it's kind of leveled off. Maybe you want to think about that, that next channel, that next level of growth. But so let's walk through. Uh, Kevin, let's kind of walk through the bullseye and how we started out with a bunch of channels. And um, and then we tried a lot of different things, and we actually did end up on a core channel. And we actually, to this day, focus extremely hard oh, yeah. on that core channel. So like I said, we did this bullseye, um, you know, just on our own. Um, and so far it has worked for us. So let's go. So uh, I'm going to read through some channels, and then you tell me, um, did we try it or not? And if we didn't, just say we didn't. And if we did, you know, just touch on it a little bit. So uh, targeting blogs. So, no, yeah, we didn't do any blogs. Yeah, no, so yeah. we haven't done that one. No. So maybe for the future. But, yeah, Kevin and yeah. I, uh, for what we do, again, we provide menus, um, restaurant menus to customers looking for them so they can see what's on the menus. So you got, you know, listeners out there, you can maybe uh, form an opinion on whether you think targeting, uh, you know, writers and blogs would work for us. I personally don't think it would at this point. Not at this point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It'd be kind of hard for what we kind of do. But unless we were like, maybe like you said, targeting restaurants, we could. Yeah. And maybe, listen, maybe down the road, like I know a guy, we're in Northeast Ohio, the guy in Cleveland, um, he writes Cleveland's the food reviews for Cleveland Scene. He's on oh, the radio every oh, okay. Friday. Yeah. 
you know, maybe eventually though you target that guy, and all of a sudden all the foodies, you know, are, are seeing or, our yeah, website using on the it, website. But, yeah, yeah, but for now probably not. Um, publicity. We did try this. Why don't you touch on that a little? Bit? Yeah. So like when we had the this is you know more so back when we had the application um, when we first started out before we launched uh, in the uh, again Northeast Ohio area. Um, we were able to get onto the news. Uh, I reached out to a local anchor. Uh, just through Facebook, you know, I didn't know them beforehand or anything like that, and just hey said, hey, we're uh, a new startup, and we uh, launched in a uh, application uh, for uh, restaurants to be able to show their menus, and we, well, I was just wondering if you you do a piece on it, and they actually uh, messaged back, and you know, it, it's kind of I didn't think it would be that simple, but it really was, and we kind of just uh, teamed up at a, a local restaurant, and we were able to. Uh, you know, shoot a little piece on what our app does and how it could benefit the uh, local restaurant there. And that kind of gave us a little bit of a, a boost uh, in terms of downloads. Uh, it rained on a Saturday morning, so a lot of people, you know, obviously prime time, you know, were able to watch it and see, you know, what we did. And I, I think we jumped a couple hundred downloads that day. So, I mean, it was pretty big for us. It was our first launch. Oops, sorry. Uh, it was our first launch there in the uh northeast ohio area so you know from there we kind of did see a little bit of an explosion going forward in those next couple months yeah it was it was it was a nice explosion um all said and done though i think the numbers like compared to the channel we use now they're way lower oh yeah and definitely. they didn't la- they only lasted yeah. for a while because of publicity yeah so but a great point of where we tried it we got some users we kept track Except, of what we got yep. you know so um and then unconventional pr um, you know, I, I can touch on that a little bit, but like we did, you know, I, th- I think about the only thing we probably did there, we didn't do any viral marketing with Facebook or, or excuse me, YouTube or anything, but we kind of, we had some, uh, mat like magnets. So oh, we stuck yeah. some on, yeah. you know, we did some gorilla marketing, yeah, stuck yeah. them on like gas, gas pumps and, uh, rest- uh, I did some restaurant stalls, you know, while I was in there. Um, I mean, we did, uh, I did go around to uh, a couple universities and, uh, walk around campus. And, you know, kind of just, you know, hand out flyers, um, you know, handed out some magnets, uh, you know, just to kind of get some of the younger crowd of kids. Because, like I said, we were trying to get, you know, pictures and stuff like that on our, um, you know, applications. So we assumed, you know, that that target audience would be the ones who would actually pull their phone out and take a picture. Yeah, and... Um you know that one just uh, you know that one just really didn't uh, get us any users. But when I say it didn't get us any users, you know we did we did a poor job. We didn't. There's no way to track it. Yeah. It so really honestly, wasn't, for yeah. us, I would I would label that as probably a swing and a miss. I do think that kind of played into the the PR and probably got us some people. But yeah, who who really knows? Right. You know, um, and then obviously not really efficient. Um, with the time you know yeah Kevin's a co-founder and he's walking around you know spending a lot of time on that obviously <laughs> yeah. you know he can uh, do a lot of other things but search engine marketing those are ads in google we didn't do that one um social and display display ads i think you d- you've done a couple of those uh yeah so yeah i did some lot, facebook but. stuff yeah i think i did like maybe two ads and uh like i said we didn't really spend a lot of time like like we were new to kind of like you know the advertising space so we didn't like pump a lot of money into it um with the facebook ads like you gotta like kind of like target your audience a little better and you're kind of competing with a lot of other you know heavy hitters out there as well so how how much money did you spend i think one month we did like a 20 dollar a week one we're like an ad that's that's not too bad it's not too bad a month 
Uh, yeah, somewhere around Cause there. That's, I think the other thing, too, I think you really, um, and that may work for some people, but I think, like in my opinion, I think if you're going to test the ad, like the the search engine marketing or the social mm-hmm. display ads, I think you got to at least put four or 500 bucks. In, oh, exactly, you know, yeah. And I think we were earlier on, so we didn't, like, kind of, you know, think about it as far as, like, how it should have went. But I think, like, yeah, like you were saying, you got to go at least, you know, with the social you know, at least a, a couple hundred bucks, like you were saying. Yeah, and I think I think maybe like as we as we move to a, our second channel for growth down the road, you know, like advertising, um, like Facebook, I think could possibly make a lot of sense. But um, we primarily make our money on advertising, and quite frankly, our margins um, are so low. For example, it's not like we're making a product for fifty bucks and selling it for five hundred. Yeah. Typically those are the kinds of businesses right. or very expensive service businesses where you have very high margins. Those are the kinds where you can buy a lot of advertising. The we our our business is content, which is a very common business model online, but it's a business model that takes an, an extremely long time to build and to make lots of money in it. Um, so typically, those types of businesses won't use paid advertising because you just can't cover it. Yeah. Your product. So, um, offline ads. I don't think we used those, did we? No. Yeah, we didn't have any of that. Uh, search engine optimization. Um, so we do use that, um, mm-hmm. but we'll we'll touch on that in a second. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we definitely we've definitely used that one. Uh, content marketing. Um, we had a blog. Yeah, we had a blog. like writing blogs. So we, Kevin and I started with a blog, and we really – so I guess we did take a stab at this. So we, we put a blog, and, you know – Yeah, uh, we're doing like, uh, what, a blog or so a week? Yeah, a blog or so a week, and, you, listen, you live and learn. Like we did some food recipes and things like that, yeah. and oddly enough, they got traffic. They but did. At the, you know, I think it kind of hit Kevin and I, too. We're like, what the hell are we doing? We're, yeah, we're a menu we're website. Trying, yeah, exactly. I put, this, I put this recipe on for right. a cake, you know, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I think – you know, and it was so, getting traffic, but not menu traffic. Not menu it was traffic, getting, I yeah. want to make a cake traffic. That's so. it. And I think yeah. even with that, yeah, it was just, uh, you know, you, you got to write good blogs. And you, you got to take time to do it. And yeah, time. Just sure. time. That's yeah. key, yeah. So, um, so, you know, again, we took, a, we took a little stab at that. Email marketing, um, we, we have done some of this. We do have a, a newsletter, but we've suspended our newsletter. Actually, perfect for this uh this episode, we suspended our newsletter to focus on our core channel. Um, now, we do still accept signups, and we email free magnets out to those people. So we are building our email list, and we send magnets out to kind of, um, you know, get our name out there, which probably falls on one of these channels, quite frankly. But um, So we've, de- you know, and I think I think that's a big part of our future. But for right now, um, we, we uh, did that, still do it, but... Um, not our core. And then engineering is marketing. Um, haven't done this, but Kevin and I have talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about making, there's a lot of tools out there to do it already, but um, I, I think we could do as good, maybe better, making a tool where uh, small independent restaurants can use our online software as a service tool to design their menus. Again, a lot of tools out there that do it, but what we engineering is marketing is basically making a tool like that and then kind of getting a you know a, a link and our, your name out there through that tool. Um, so that could be in our future as well. I haven't tried it. Viral marketing haven't done that one. Business development is another another uh, channel. Haven't done that. Sales having a sales force. 
um, very common oh, yeah. channel. Yeah, we we haven't done that, no, but yeah. um, that goes again kind of with content-based businesses and the low margins. Rarely will you see a sales staff. We don't have anything to sell. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. low margins. Exactly. Certainly yeah. can't Unless afford we were sales selling, guys are expensive. Yeah, and I think we we talked about before uh, ad space or you know ads on you know from you know restaurants like you know we can't you know we had something to sell or to them we have to guarantee like users to the page. And yeah, right now yeah. we just don't have. The amount of volume that would take to you know go out and sell you know that type of stuff. Yeah, remember that though, because again, for the next episode, oh yeah, revenue streams. Oh right, you know, right. Yeah, that may. Uh, so that's actually that's another good thing we can cover in the next one. Some of the revenue streams, Kevin, and I think we can get that we just aren't there yet. Um, affiliate programs. We actually have we have given this one a very legitimate shot. Um, you know we. Uh, restaurant.com it's a it's i think the leading website for restaurant gift cards and things like that we have a couple of their offers on our website and we've made some uh we have made some money in sales through them but not near what uh, kevin and i would like and um, so we got a lot of work to do there but we think that one could be a big channel for us in the future um, but right now kevin and i are just trying to figure it out not not doing real well so we have tried that one um, existing platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, things like that. We've tried that. We have a Facebook yeah. following. Uh, we have a lot of uh, Pinterest boards. Yeah, a lot of the, yeah, a lot of really like um, I see a lot of interaction with our Pinterest boards getting like tagged and followed. Yeah, a lot so. of impressions too. Yeah. I just looked at it the first time the other day. I, I thought it was it's high, hundred and some thousand. Yeah, so yeah, very high. So we'll, we'll see. Um, maybe something there. Uh, trade shows, um, haven't done those, but Kevin and uh, one of his friends who used to help us out with the business, they actually did go to a uh, restaurant trade show in Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. Kind of a Cle- trade Yeah, show. it was like Cleveland scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did like a, um, restaurants were there showcasing some of their newer foods and stuff that they had for the year. And we had a booth just, you know, showcasing our app. Again, this is when we had the application. Um, uh, I can't kind of really gauge if it helped a lot. But it was just kind of one of those things where we just wanted to test out and see how we could, uh, you know, maybe put ourselves out there. Yep. So, and then offline events, uh, that one could kind of fall into that. So, uh, but offline events is another uh, potential channel out there. And speaking engagements uh, is another channel. We haven't done that. And then community building. So building a, when I say community building, I don't mean uh, joining like an entrepreneur club. That'd be kind of like offline events and speaking engagements, but more building a community on your website so think like stack overflow for the programmers out there um and social media is obviously uh, similar too they build communities but um and, and that's kind of with our newsletter we we kind of eat the email marketing but also kind of bled right. into the community building you yeah. know get a newsletter so we can interact because we don't we don't offer any kind of sign in or um, you know, community type aspect directly on our website, so we kind of were looking for a newsletter for that. But um, you know, so let's so going through these real quickly. So as we were talking through those, I kind of circled and made a note of the ones that we've attempted. So we attempted publicity, unconventional PR, social and display ads, search engine optimization, content marketing, email marketing, affiliate programs, existing platforms. You know, Facebook, Pinterest, etc. Trade shows. Now you guys may be thinking. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You're thinking, well, you guys just told me to try four or five, and here yeah. you got nine. Right. <laughs> but, um, you know, one thing we want to say, so we tried those nine, but remember, first of all, we were an app. So like all publicity, for example, we tried on the app, not the website. Right. So we have not done that on the web. Trade show, did it for the app, not the website. 
unconventional PR publicity also. Um, we did on the app, and then we failed, reset, pivoted, did a website, did not do any of those. So if we take those out, and um, but actually before we take those out, so I believe that's uh, maybe five. Mm-hmm. So for the app, not even knowing it, we basically trade about five. Yeah, about we failed five. at all five. Yeah, all five of them. And this is <laughs> yeah. interesting. Remember I was saying earlier, if you don't find one core channel, you need to go back go to the market. See what you, yeah. you got a product. And, and that's what we did. We did. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I just realized that I was yeah, going through right. it. I'm like, yeah. well, that's, that's what happened to Kevin and I. We right. chose, uh, you know, five channels or so. We tried them all, and we just, um, like Kevin said, out of all those five channels, the one that worked best for us and did get us some um, – you know, uh, intermediate explosions of traffic was the uh, publicity. Yeah, and I remember yeah. it vividly. After, it was after the trade the trade show one was our last one because it was it was in a December, uh, November December ish, and we kind of like you know didn't see any jump from that. I think they even put us in the magazine. For, yeah, uh, so they, yeah we a had, printed magazine. Yeah, it was spread. I think across I know, like hundred thousand thousand mag. Yeah, uh, yeah pr- gas stations, um, everything. Yeah, so it, it, yeah, we it, had like a like I think a half page ad like we bought, and once we saw that we didn't get any traffic from that, we was like, we got to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, exactly. That's when we had the conversation. We're like, we got to figure it out. Do we do? Do we just go? try and do another business because you know we're entrepreneurs so do we do something else or do we try and you know figure this thing out ultimately we we decided on figuring it out but um so yeah so moving in so we pivoted so let you know you reset and on the website we actually did social and display ads and again i think kevin and i agree probably not enough money to truly test that but did some uh, social and display ads did search engine optimization um seo did content marketing, the blog, did a newsletter, email marketing, and then we did some affiliate uh, programs. So we did one, two, three, four, five. Mm-hmm. And I think social display ads, to be totally honest with, with folks out there, yes, we did try it, but um, we, as Kevin said, we spent the highest we ever spent was maybe like 80 bucks in a month. I mean, that's just, just simply probably not a, a good enough test. Yeah. So we tried... Uh, five, and we really tried four hard, SEO, content marketing, the blog, email marketing, and affiliate programs. And out of those, sure enough, one yeah. went to the bullseye, right. and to this day we focus intensely on it, and it has grown us, as Kevin said, from five users a month to this month probably 30, 31,000. Yeah. In, in a, a year. year. In one year. And which yeah. one is that? Search engine optimization. Search engine optimization, <laughs> yes. SEO. Yeah, SEO, what, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, you know, that was kind of our strong strong point anyways, but we didn't know if it would be our sole way to get customers. But SEO um, crushed all of the other channels and um, is clearly the channel um, that we use to get our customers that is working for us, and that's the one that Kevin and I and our employees, we focus very hard on yeah and if you're listening yeah like i said that's the one that you know uh we kind of gained you know a good aspect on but you know if you if you jotted all those down you know just basically just go through and you know take notes on what you could do on each of those channels and then you know figure out which ones you can drill down into basically yeah absolutely yeah yeah i hope yeah listen back to that's a great that's great advice yeah listen back to this take those channels we just went through write them down and really think about, like Kevin said, which ones you guys think can work. And, you know, listen, SEO, uh, again, this worked for us. It crushed all the other ones. But I will say, like, for example, Kevin and I are just talking. We think there could be 
crazy potential with Pinterest. Oh, yeah. For what we're doing. And it makes sense if the listeners out there, if you think again about what we do. So SEO makes sense because we find menus that either aren't online or they're terrible um, versions online. And we put a very nice SEO friendly and attractive version online that loads faster for people and they like it. And that's content. So that's SEO, you know. So that, you know, it makes sense that that's going to get us people. And then Pinterest. You know, if you really think about it, I mean, Pinterest makes a lot of sense, too, because a lot of people, you know, they'll go to Pinterest and they'll, you know, they'll Google, uh, you know, restaurants in Cuyahoga Falls. And they're going to look at boards that have restaurants in Cuyahoga Falls. And that's a lot of times what our boards are. Exactly. And what our website and our website fills the need because, oh, you know, this this restaurant looks interesting. Oh, I can see they have the menu and they tap it and we show them the menu. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we're serving a need there. So give it to them. Yeah. But, um, you know, so we're focusing very hard on SEO. We're making sure we don't drift to other channels. But certainly out of those tests we did, um, there are other platforms that have potential. And then down the road, we may even look at ones that we haven't tried or didn't service the first time around to really turn that 30000 a month into, you know, $3 million a month. Um, so, you know, that's this episode. Ran kind of long. I think for our first couple, we tried to hang around uh, 30 minutes. You know, this one's 48 minutes. But hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I think we covered a lot of good um, content and um, you know get out there if you got a startup if you've already figured your channel out make sure you focus on it if not uh, go through them like like Kevin suggested write them down really try and figure out which one uh, can work for you do go through that bullseye process and hopefully you'll have a lot a lot of luck growing your business too yeah basically yeah just stay focused and like I said you know it took us a year to get to where we're at and Hopefully when you're listening, uh, we'll be, you know, way beyond that. But, you know, uh, your first uh, month you might get 10 users, but that same month next year you might be getting 10,000. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. It's a, listen, if we if we can stick with it, you know, you can because, like Kevin said, we had to pivot. So it took us over a year to get to five users. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Well, that's great. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to wrap it up. So uh, until next episode, take care and we'll see you.